Impact Wrestling Revolution Podcast. Oh, Kofi trying to find it. Kofi, Kofi, Kofi. Things wrestling from the WWE. We already saved WWE. NXT. Belair goes for the cover. Lateral press hooks a leg. New Japan Pro Wrestling and AEW. Now here is your host, Tracy, aka Smiley. Everyone, this your girl, Miss Smiley, and welcome back to the Black Wrestling Revolution podcast. I know. I know. You're probably disappointed in me. I'm disappointed in myself. Stop making episodes again. But it's a new year. My head is somewhat clear. I have so much on my plate this year. I, I'm i sorry, okay? I, I, I thought, I really thought the last episodes, I was like, all right, I'm going to do it. It's going to be every week. I got this. And my anxiety said, no, bitch. Ain't nobody gonna be sitting here listening to you talk about wrestling for a fucking hour. Ain't nobody gonna do that shit. Who the hell do you think you are? You're not as popular as Mr. Joe from New York, whatever the fuck that dude's name is. You're not him. You're not white, and you're not loud. Ain't nobody gonna listen to you. But I had to get my head clear and just say, fuck all that. I, I guess I gotta put up for the Black wrestling, Twitter, you know, I'm not finna let my anxiety tell me what I'm not and not finna do, so here I am. Hi, everyone. Um, a lot of shit has happened. A lot of bullshit has happened since I have made an episode. Um, we're not gonna talk about the past, but we are gonna talk about the now. We are gonna talk about the issue that we all have been having for the past two weeks now, two, two weeks. Has it been at least two weeks? Yeah, about two weeks. Um, we all know what happened. Uh, Big Swole asked for her release from AEW, and she made a podcast about you know her life and AEW and wrestling that y'all should go listen to when she has episodes because it's amazing and emotional. The last time I listened to it, I cried. Uh, love you, Big Swole, if you hear this. I love you so much. Um, anyways, so Big Swole said that AEW has a diversity problem. And that, you know, she just gave her opinion and went about her day. And for some reason, the whites, oh, whites, had a problem with her saying that there's a diversity problem. And, and what exactly did they do? They went and they went and picked every single black person they could think of and say, see, there's black people. There's no problem here. I don't know what you're talking about. And yes, these people were white. They had no idea what the fuck. Even, they probably have no idea what diversity even fucking means because when it comes to diversity in wrestling, <laughs> white people love to sit here and count every single little black person they can find and say, I don't see a problem with it. I See, they have one, two, three, four black people. See, four. There's four of them, which means there's no diversity problem at all. And I'm going to completely keep being blind and stupid because all of my faves are white and they get TV time 
every single week. There is a problem right there. But on to, you know, the big problem at hand. Ever since that Big Swole came out and said that and said her piece. Sorry, ESPN decided to go off now. Anyways, <laughs> ever since Big Swole came out and had a problem with um, that company, um, the president, uh, Tony Khan, even said that, you know, all his black people were on TV for one week and that he doesn't have to see a problem and that he let her contract run out because she wasn't a good wrestler anyway. And that is what set the timeline ablaze. Now, all the black people came was like, oh, hell no. We're not going to let this shit happen. You're not going to sit here and talk shit about Swole. Like, you, she wasn't the first person on this goddamn company roster the moment it became a fucking thing. And now because she spoke her piece about she what she thinks is wrong with the company, you done fucking got your little ego. Your little ego is hurt, and now you got to talk shit about Swole? Nah. It's fuck you, Tony Khan. I don't give a shit. You and your fucking company going to tank because you ain't nothing but Fed Jr. It's just another fucking company ran by a goddamn billionaire. So, I don't give a shit. Anyways, um, <laughs> it's the fact that after this, all the races came forward and said, this is our time. This is our time to tell Swole how we feel about her. And they called her all types of N-words, threatening to hurt her. Threaten to hurt her child. And that's where we draw the line. You don't threaten a child. Like, I know there's races out there. There's been races out there. There's still fucking races out there. Go to an indie show and see the races come out. But the fact that y'all was out here threatening a child over wrestling? Over a wrestling opinion that you whites have no idea about. And y'all called her all types of hard E-R N-word. You call her the hard E-R N-word. Threaten to hurt her and her child. Hope that she unalives herself. How dare you? How fucking dare you? You have all that mouth behind Twitter. But in real life, I bet you you ain't got those fucking hands. There is an amount of hate that Swole has gotten from mostly white fans and the coons calling her out of her name, telling her that she's not a good wrestler and all this shit, talking shit about her child who was literally a child. And all because she said that AEW has, just you know, some issues that they need to work on. And apparently... Wrestling fans, not all wrestling fans, but the mostly white wrestling fans didn't take that too kindly. And there needs to be a change when it comes to that. Um, I don't know why white wrestling fans automatically want to fight when it comes to when we say diversity, when we say there's racism in this community and they automatically get all riled up and want to tell us how wrong we are and all this shit, but these be the same ones that have Black Lives Matter in their goddamn fucking bio, and it's utterly fucking ridiculous, so when we say that we want diversity in wrestling, like, they think, oh, that means we want all of our champions to be black, not necessarily, we just want more diversity on 
television. Like, we want to see more people that look like us having more than five-minute matches, like, having black women on AEW Dynamite be fucking great in a match as long as fucking, I don't know, the fucking Young Bucks. Like, Young Bucks be having fucking 30-minute matches. And it's literally the same fucking shit. It's the same shit we've been seeing the last time. I digress. Uh, but there's shit like Sunny Kisses matches with Joey Janela. That could have been on Wednesday nights, but instead it's on their fucking YouTube. Um, Dio, dude, I said Diamante uh, and Swole, that whole feud could have been on Wednesday nights because it was beautiful. Like, that whole story was just great, and the fact that it never was on Dynamite is ridiculous. And then, oh my God, there's, oh, there's, I can't even think anymore right now. My brain just went, my brain just got fried. But what we're saying is we just want to see more diversity when it comes to our televisions, like more people who look like us on screen. Like we're sick of just either being on YouTubes or Friday night shows or being in a fucking backstage promo for all like a minute and then no more. Like we, like having all black champions would be cool. Yeah, that'd be fucking great. But just to have more of us on TV every week, I wouldn't mind that at all. I would not mind that at all. And I I just need one thing from white wrestling fans. I need y'all to stop sending hate to Big Swole. Stop being fucking racist. Stop threatening her fucking child and all that shit. It just makes you look like a punk-ass bitch. It's making you look like, you ain't shit but a fucking bitch. Like, and that's it. Like, that's all I want. Like, I want, Swole is living her life right now. She's living her best life. Like, right now, she's resting. She's getting to be with her child. And she's getting ready for the next chapter of her life. If she's not going to wrestle, the next chapter of her life, whatever that might be, she's getting ready for that. And she doesn't need all this hate from all of you. It's ridiculous. It makes her upset. Nobody wants to see Big Swole upset. I hate to see Big Swole upset because it makes me want to get upset. And it makes me want to fucking fight people. Do I want to fight people? No. Because I would not do good in a goddamn jail cell. No. I would the fuck not. So, anyways. We're just going to move past that and talk about what's coming up in wrestling. And it is everyone's favorite time of year. It is the Royal Rumble. It is coming up soon. I'm so excited. I use I have not been watching the product. I'm not going to sit here and bullshit. I have not been watching the product. I have not been giving these billionaires the money that they want. I have not been buying t-shirts. I haven't been watching the shows, pay-per-views. I haven't been watching because it's not entertaining to me anymore. Once it's not entertaining to me anymore, I don't give a shit. I don't give a crap. I don't give a fuck. So I haven't really been watching. But I will be watching for the Royal Rumble because apparently they somewhat creaked open that forbidden door and said, hey, Mickey, hey, come up up in here. <laughs> we need you for this Royal Rumble. Like, we know that you work for another company and you're the champion in that company. You're basically the face of that company, but we need you right now because we done fired way too many women and we don't have enough women for the women's Royal Rumble. So... They kind of ruined that surprise by bringing up Mickey James. And now to get on their Twitter post. And I'm just like, you kind of ruined that surprise. You dropped the ball. 
Like, you, you dropped the ball. You could have kept that secret in your fucking back pocket. Like, that could have been one of the surprises coming out for the Women's Royal Rumble. But, of course, they don't give a fuck about the Women's Royal Rumble because they don't have enough fucking women. They don't. They really, really don't. So, they went and they shocked all the surprises. Uh, Mickey James going to be there. Uh, fucking uh, the Bella Twins are going to be there. Uh, Hope and Jacqueline because I love me some fucking Jacqueline. <laughs> I'm hoping not the surprise is Alicia Fox because Alicia Fox hasn't really been wrestling. She, I don't know if she's still an ambassador or is even with the company. Um, so I know she's been living her life with her man and I love seeing her happy, you know, happy and tatted up. We love to see it. Um, you know, they kind of went and ruined the surprises a little bit. And I'm like, you, you could have just kept that Mickey one in your back pocket. Like for real, for real, you could have kept that in your fucking back pocket. That, that was the biggest Shock of all because W sorry, Big Fed really doesn't do other companies. They don't work with other companies. And the fact that Impact decided to work with this company, I am I am shocked. And I bet you somewhere Tony Khan is throwing a fucking tantrum and his ego was bruised because he had a whole thing with Impact, but of course he only used Impact. For the Young Bucks storyline, because uh, we all care about the Young Bucks, uh, the flippies and the flips, and uh, yeah, the same old flippy flip shit. Yeah, we care about all that shit. Same old shit we see every single fucking match and all that. Yeah, we definitely wanted to see the Young Bucks and friends. That's the only reason why we fucking used this forbidden door policy. Was for Young Bucks and Friends and Cody and Friends. That was it. They didn't use any of the women. They didn't bring on everybody else. Like, you could have literally used Fire and Flavor. Um, you could have used Fire and Flavor to bring up for the fucking women and used it for um, Swole and uh, Red Velvet. That could have been a fucking match, but no. They didn't want to see the women. It's all about Cody and friends because that's all the fuck we want to see. Cody and friends. Cody, young bucks, and friends. I, anyways. But yeah, the Royal Rumble's coming up and I, I'm so excited to see what the hell they're going to do for the women because you barely have enough women as it is because you went and fired them all. Like, you could have brought in Mia Yim for the fucking... Uh, women's world, but of course, oh, wait, you let her go too. Could have brought up Ember. Oh, wait, you let her go too. Uh, you let go basically a lot of the fucking women. So NXT will probably be doing pulling double duty because you ain't got no fucking body because you released them all, you fucking bastards. Sorry. Sorry. So, anyways, enough about the fans. Let's talk indie wrestling. Now, indie wrestling, oh my god, we're getting ready for the biggest show, the biggest indie show uh, to ever happen. GCW sold out Hammerstein Ballroom, and they're getting ready for the biggest show they have ever put on, and I'm so excited. Uh, they just announced or teased that we might be getting Alley Catch um, versus Ruby Soho. I'm Really excited about that. I'm so fucking excited. I'm 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 excited for indie wrestling as a whole because there's there's so much going on. There's so much diversity when it comes to indie wrestling. There's black people, 
there's black um LGBTQIA wrestlers. Like it's and instead of fighting with one another, it's just like we're all like one big huge fucking family. Um uh, we're getting ready for the match that everyone's been waiting to see. Ben and O'Shea Edwards are going head to head for the Chocolate City Championship Sunday, February twentieth, in Washington, DC at In Grapital We Trust for Fight Club Pro Wrestling. Now these two these two have had at least two matches with each other. The last time we saw Billy Dixon versus O'Shea Edwards, it didn't last very long. It lasted about five to eight minutes before O'Shea got the one, two, three pin against Billy. It was not for the title, it was just a regular match. And Billy since then, Billy has had a chip on his shoulders to see if he's feel like he wasn't good enough to go against O'Shea Edwards after that match. And now he gets it he gets his chance to go against O'Shea. One final time, but this time, it's for the Chocolate City Championship. Now, here's the thing. Will O'Shea walk out as the new Chocolate City Champion, or will Billy overcome O'Shea Edwards and still be Chocolate City Champion once he walks out of Ingrappinobie Trust? Well, I guess y'all gonna have to wait to find out. Either that or get your tickets. For Sunday, February 20th, in Washington, D.C., for In Grapple We Trust, for Fight Club Pro Wrestling, that match is going to be something that you cannot fucking miss. And if you can't attend in Washington, D.C., hey, it'll probably be up on IWTV within the next whole couple weeks, usually. That's usually how long it takes for IWTV shit to get on there. But this match, I I, I can't wait to watch it on IWTV because, I'm, uh, unfortunately, I... Cannot go to Washington, D.C. because I am broke, broke, and you broke, but broke. And also, I am saving up to go to fucking Dallas. And also, saving up to get the fuck out of this house. But it's a whole nother fucking thing that I will bring up in another fucking episode. <laughs> the match that's been brewing for quite a while. Now, we all know AC Mack won a chance at the IWTV world title. But for some reason, they've been dugging and dodging giving him a goddamn chance at that goddamn title. No, I don't like that. Mm-mm, don't like that. AC Mack won. He won. He should have been had his chance, but I guess the champion just been ducking and dodging him. But finally, in Action Wrestling, on Friday, January 21st, 2022, AC Mack and Alex Shelley will finally go head-to-head for the IWTV World title. Y'all cannot miss that. That AC Mack has been clawing his way to get that title. He has been clawing, working hard, wrestling everybody he can to get his chance at that IW World title. And it's finally happening at Action Wrestling at Southeast First, Friday, January 22nd, 2022. Now, you know I got to put on this goddamn match. One more, one more Hammerstein match that everyone's been talking about. AJ Gray. AJ Gray. He's a real dirty motherfucker. He went and called out the crazies of the crazies. He went and called out Eddie Kingston for a match at the Hammerstein Ballroom in New York for the GCW show. And when I tell you, for y'all going to Hammerstein, getting to watch this shit, I'm mad. I'm mad at all y'all. I hate it here. 
I fucking hate it here. I'm mad y'all get to watch that because I'll be watching it from the safety of my home because COVID is still a thing. Omarion's running around here giving everybody his goddamn virus. That's some more bullshit. Now, before I go, y'all know I have to put on some more shows. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Y'all know I got to do it. I got to do it for the goddamn culture. Y'all know I have to. Y'all know I fucking have to. Now, y'all know, if you did not know, loving my life, Hoodfoot will be making his GCW debut at GCW Most Notorious in Detroit, Michigan, January 14th at the Harpo's Concert Theater. He'll be going against this crazy-ass motherfucker, Alex Cologne. Now, y'all know Alex Cologne is just now coming off a match from John Wayne Murdoch for the Ultraviolent, GCW Ultraviolent Championship. Now, the fact that Alex Cologne now has to go through Hoodfoot? Alex, bro, I know you've been at this for a very long time. You've been the king of deathmatch wrestling for a very, very long time. But Hoodfoot is thirsty. He is hungry. He's been wanting a chance, and now he gets to prove it against you for that title. Now, if we get a miracle and somehow, someway, Alex, you lose that title, and Hoodfoot takes it, and it's Hoodfoot's time to reign, I'm sorry, Alex. I'm going to have to be my, my man 100%. So this is a match. If you love Deathmatch Wrestling, you do not want to miss Hoodfoot's debut for GCW uh, January 14th. In Detroit, of course, I will not be there because Detroit is like five hours. And who the hell wants to drive five hours away? I don't. I do not. I do not want to do that. I'm sorry. Detroit is far. God, who the hell wants to drive that? Who the hell wants to drive all the way to fucking Detroit? I'm sorry. A girl can't do it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, no. 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 That shit's far as hell. My ass gets tired just from driving from fucking Indianapolis. All right, so one more show, one more show, and then I'll go. Then I'll go. All right. <laughs> also, next Sunday, if you live in Indiana, if you live in Indiana or Kentucky, and you miss this show, I'm going to be mad at you for a very long time because we say, we always say support indie wrestling, but when it comes to buying tickets and shit and going to shows, y'all are very fucking nitpicky. So this show, y'all are going to miss out on this show right here. This show is big, and it has a dream match that I have been dying to want to see for the fucking longest time ever since this fucking person came into my life and came in, and became my fucking brother. We get to see Calvin Tankman go against Hoodfoot Mo Atlas. I am excited. I have been wanting to see this match for the goddamn longest time. I put it on Twitter all the time. Why the fuck are they not booking Hoodfoot versus Calvin Tankman? When the fuck am I going to see this? Well, bitch, it's finally happening. Next Sunday for Paradigm Pro Wrestling, January 16th, Jeffersonville, Indiana. It is a show for charity. It is a charity show to help our friend Chad. You know, if you know Paradigm, you know Chad French. Chad French has been going through a lot of shit with his medical uh, his medical bills, and he's been in and out of the hospital. So the fact that we're having his show, ha- having this show for Chad French to help out 
you know, with his medical bills and all that. It, it's going to be a great show, and it's all for charity. Come through, because we all had the next day off anyway. We had the day off. It's Martin Luther King Day. Goddamn, it's a black-ass fucking day. Come through this show, okay? You ain't got shit to do Monday. I know you don't. I know you don't. You ain't got shit to do. You ain't gonna get do shit except sleep late, get up, play video games, all right? So come to this show. Come support Paradigm. Come support Chad French. Come support the wrestlers and watch this show. It's gonna be... It's, it's, a, it's just... Yeah, sorry. <laughs> the card is stacked. The card is stacked with superstars. We got the Lost Boys on there, Tank, Hood, Foot. It is stacked up. But if you can't come through, I will be putting Chad Finch's GoFundMe in my bio. If you are not able to make it, that's totally fine. But you're going to be missing out on the show. It'll probably be up on IWTV uh, soon. I just don't know when. But again, if you cannot come to the show, please, please, please donate to Chad French. Help him and his family. He's had to deal with a lot. And not the hospital, COVID, all that bullshit. Please help out Chad French. He's a friend of mine. I love Chad. And Chad, if you hear this, I love you, bud. Like, we, we hope nothing but the best for you and your family. Um, With that, uh, your girl's going to get out of here. Look, 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 look. I will try to make weekly episodes. I will try if my anxiety will leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> That's all I want. I want my anxiety to go the fuck away. That's it. That's the only thing that stopped me from making episodes is anxiety. Anxiety is not fun. It's not a fun time. It's not a fun day. It is not. So uh, with that, I'm going to go. Thanks for listening to me ramble for 25 minutes and putting on these damn shows. So I'm going to go now. <laughs> Bye, guys. See y'all whenever I make a next episode. Bye. For listening to the Black Wrestling Revolution podcast, and Booker T got a shot. The distraction worked. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. For more information and updates, make sure to follow us on Twitter at Black Wrestle Rev. Until next time, take care.